Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining with me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. We're back. Hey, Miggy. We're back, and the Sixers are back. You know, we took a little uh, siesta, and we are three games behind, and lo and behold, we are on a three-game winning streak and have snapped a six-game losing streak on the road. Um Maybe we should be potting less. Maybe we're just this ultimate bad juju for the team. I don't know, but I don't less care. Less pods, more wins. No, we're going to do more pods because I want to do more pods. And I'm going to speak straight from my feelings right now because right now I'm on a Furcon Korkmaz high. I love this guy. He might be, I forget who he said might be the prince that was promised, but I think Furcon might be the prince that was promised. Wow. Because, <laughs> because this guy, I was... I might be overly emotional about this because I happen to be at that Bulls game. Well, let me recap. Win against the Nets, 117-106. to 106. Win against the Bulls, 100-89. And win against the Knicks, 90-87. to 87. And I happen to be at that game where Furcon decided to go in nuclear mode. And it was quite exciting. He just could not miss. I was getting mad that we weren't just feeding the ball every time. It was something that you could just see a transformation happen in him where... He had that one game winner that really boosted him up. But this time around, it was just another level. And he's having little shades of JJ. A little shades of just mm. the bomber that we needed. And I'm excited. I'm no longer sad, unlike the previous pod. I am happy. Tell me what you saw, Chris. Confident cork. Big dick Furk. <laughs> um, he was amazing. He's been amazing. It, like Confidence is so clear. He's got a quicker trigger. Uh, which I didn't think any Sixers had from three, but he's just lighting it up a little bit. Um, it's great to see. He's added things to his game. He's not a disaster on defense. He's got a little floater game going on. And like Brett Brown said, uh, you know, he, he had a little bit of JJ in him at least Friday night, mm. except except Brett said, never seen JJ dunk. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah. Wow, shots fired. Jesus Christ. Pretty awesome. Um, Furcon, as listeners will know, is a slam dunk contest winner in Turkey where he wore a Darth Vader mask. That's correct. And a look it up on YouTube. He had a cape on too. Yeah. Uh, he made it look good. He's been very good. He single-handedly, I remember just looking up like, okay, we're like four for 17 from the three point range. And suddenly he goes on this tear. He made us into a respectable three point shooting team by himself against uh, the bulls. Um, Hopefully but- his like Renaissance means that it, could be time to say goodbye to Mike Scott, who's a very valuable trade piece with his $7 million salary, mm. and he's basically unplayable right now. Yeah, he's not playing great. He When he's not making those shots, it's like, what are we doing with this guy, you know? Yeah, what are we doing? Um, but the most recent game against the Knicks, which was an important game. We were on the six-game losing streak on the road, and though it was against the lowly Knicks, a win is a win is a win. Not exactly the most convincing win. Uh, ugly. Real ugly. I want to talk about Ben Simmons. Is there something that happens at halftime where he just becomes a shell of himself, offensively at least? Like, what's going on? It's a great question. Uh, I have no idea. I think so much of it comes from just him being so fast and sprinting at full speed. And I don't know if that's sustainable for a full game. Oh, fatigue. Uh, you think it's fatigue? I mean, it's possible. I also think that it's no surprise that every time the 
team goes in the locker room, the opposing team, you know, they, they come out with a little bit of a different look defensively, mm. whether it's sticking a center on Ben or doubling him up in the paint. Like, you know, they, they're finding ways to adjust and he's not necessarily in the second half, but first half, Ben love that guy. I saw this excellent tweet. It was like, he had 18 points in the first half against the Knicks. And then it was like, uh, Ben Simmons, with 18 points right on target to score 20. It was <laughs> almost spot on. He scored 21. So <laughs> it's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a terrible game. We got out rebounded. Uh, we were 25% from three in our previous six losses on the road, but we cranked it up to 30% tonight. Wow. That could have been the difference. Oof. Making it rain. Talking about uh, rebounds, man, it is so frustrating to watch El Horford get, you know, boxed out, bodied by whoever the Here's hell is the it. thing about Al. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. What segment is it today? Are we shitting on Al. We we're definitely shitting on Al. I, <laughs> oh. It's very unclear what he brings to the table. He was getting out muscled by Taj Gibson, which is atrocious. Al finishes with a minus six. Norvell Pell is a plus nine because, like mm. you know, he gets rebounds and he fights with guys. Uh, you know, Horford brings Horford brings leadership. So much leadership. Chris, we are at the Shake Milton Minute. <laughs> First of all, want to tease that we got a three six pod coming soon, so please send more mailbag questions. We've been sifting through thousands. Send them where? Oh yeah, uh, uh, what are we? Sixers and six at iCloud.com. Yes. Anything else for the uh, the shake minute? Just want to throw out there the Knicks coach Mike Miller looks like a traveling salesman, very Gil from The Simpsons kind of vibes. Uh, Kylo Quinn's bench celebrations are on point. I really respect that guy. We play the Nets tomorrow in an afternoon special. What do you think, Miguel? Read the tea leaves. We destroy Kyrie Irving. He cries more mm. about his team, how they need more pieces. And we yeah. come out with the W.